hood scholarship. What if I told you Yahweh was a member of the Elohim and he's one of many Elohe that govern a specific region in the ancient world? Oftentimes in the Hebrew text, the reader is told that Yahweh and Elohim are interchangeable. We find evidence of this in our many English translations that have copy and pasted the term God over both of these Hebrew terms. However, as we've pointed out before, the term Elohim is plural. And when we look up strong concordance number 3068, we find out that the term Yahweh is the holy proper name of God, indicating a singular proper noun. So how can both Yahweh singular and Elohim plural both be translated as God? Well, when reading the Hebrew text, we start to get a clear vision of the story being told when the Hebrew words in question are reinserted into the text, replacing the word God. As we went over previously in Exodus 3.15, immediately after revealing himself unto Moses, Yahweh then claims himself to be the Elohe of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the text reads, Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, Yahweh, the Elohe of your fathers, the Elohe of Abraham, the Elohe of Isaac, and the Elohe of Jacob has sent me to you, this my memorial to all generations. So here, Yahweh is singling himself out as a singular member of the Elohim, the Elohe of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We even see evidence of this in the first commandment of the Ten Commandments as Yahweh initiates a memory erasing of any other Elohim besides himself when the text states, You shall have no other Elohim before me. Also, in 2 Kings, the first chapter, King Ahaziah, the sixth king of Judah, falls sick and sends messengers to go see the Elohe of Ekron. And Yahweh responds with, Thus says Yahweh, because there is no Elohim in Israel, you are sending to inquire by Al-Zabub, the Elohe of Ekron. Therefore, the bed to which you have gone upon, that not you shall come down from, but surely you shall die. Again, Yahweh separates himself as the Elohe of Israel while clearly recognizing another Elohe of another region, the Elohe of Ekron, by Al-Zabub and punishing the king for going to inquire from the Elohe of Ekron as opposed to Yahweh, the Elohe of Israel. And yet again, back at Joshua 24 and 2, when it states, Thus says Yahweh, Elohe of Israel, on the other side of the river dwelt your fathers. In old times, Terah, the father of Abraham and the father of Nahor, and they served other Elohim. Here, Yahweh is clearly stating that Terah, the father of Abraham, served other Elohim. So if Terah and his ancestors served other Elohim, and Yahweh himself claims to only have come around in the time of Abraham, then how was Yahweh in the Garden of Eden? Well, let's take a look. Genesis 3.22 in the Hebrew Bible states, And said Yahweh, Elohim, Behold, the man has become like one of us. But if Yahweh is singular, then what's with the plural verb usage? Well, what if I told you in the 6th century BCE, during the Neo-Babylonian Empire, the Hebrew canon went through a major makeover that copy and pasted the term Yahweh over older Elohim stories, 
giving off the illusion that the Hebrew text was always of a monotheistic belief in an endless story about one supreme God. Make sure to tap in for part two. Hood style shit. This is not your average podcast.